Welcome to the story of writing, a look at writers and written work that made history because they changed us. Today is July 2nd, 2023. I'm your host, John Brown. It is the 300th anniversary of Magnificat by Johann Sebastian Bach. On this day in 1723, the piece was performed for the first time. It was one of the first compositions that Bach wrote as a cantor at St. Thomas's Church in Leipzig, Germany. It is a stirring piece with a five-part chorus, five vocal soloists, and as full an orchestration as Bach could pull together. It's also short. Music historians believe Bach wrote the piece so it could be performed in 25 minutes to fit within the time constraints of a typical Vesper service. On July 2, 1776, the U.S. Continental Congress resolved to sever ties with King George III and the British Parliament. It was two days later when the delegates approved the formal dissolution of the political bands which connected them to another, as outlined in the Declaration of Independence. And it was on this day in 1839 that a group of kidnapped people from Sierra Leone took control of the slave ship Amistad. The Sierra Leoneans had been abducted months earlier by Portuguese slave traders and brought to Cuba, where they were sold to Caribbean plantation owners. While sailing from Cuba en route to the plantations where they would be enslaved, the Sierra Leoneans killed the captain and demanded the plantation owners turn the ship toward their home in Africa. Instead, the owners steered Amistad North, where it was seized by U.S. naval authorities. The plantation owners were freed and the Leonians were imprisoned. After the story of the Amistad came to light, abolitionists raised money to hire attorneys who could represent the Leonians in trial. A New York court ruled that these people had never been slaves and should therefore be released, but that was appealed to the Supreme Court. Before the nation's top jurors, former President John Quincy Adams represented the group from Sierra Leone. At the age of 73, Adams presented a rousing argument for eight hours that laid out the legal and moral reasons to free the people who had taken control of the Amistad. The high court ruled in favor of the Sierra Leoneans, calling their enslavement unlawful. Americans living in slave states in 1839 were outraged to hear their peculiar institution referred to in this way. The Supreme Court's majority opinion also said in part it was the ultimate right of all human beings in extreme cases to resist oppression and to apply force against ruinous injustice. It was also on this day in the year 1900 that Finlandia was first performed. It is one of the masterworks of Finnish composer Jean Sibelius. And on July 1, 1964, President Lyndon B. Johnson signed the Landmark Civil Rights Act originally written by his predecessor, John F. Kennedy. This legislation gave police and the courts the ability to take action against segregation and its infringement on civil rights. And it is the birthday of the man who wrote, It is only important to love the world, not to despise it, not for us to hate each other, but to be able to regard the world and ourselves and all beings with love, admiration, and respect. Herman Hess was born on this day in 1877. In a letter to his father, his mother wrote, The little fellow has a life in him, an unbelievable strength, a powerful will, and for his four years of age, a truly astonishing mind. How can he express all that? 
Also, in his childhood, Hess displayed signs of depression. His writing was an attempt to explore his own mind, ever conscious of the duality of spirit and nature. He was awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1946. And it is the birthday in 1908 of Thurgood Marshall. Growing up black in the city of Baltimore, Marshall saw racism from an early age as an injustice. He was a good student, but some of his teachers called him argumentative. In time, Marshall became a star on his school's debate team. Then he became a lawyer, a civil rights activist, and then President Lyndon Johnson's Solicitor General, winning 29 of the 32 cases he argued before the Supreme Court. His biggest win came in Brown v. Board of Education, which ended segregation in public schools throughout the U.S., After he was nominated and confirmed, Marshall also ended segregation in the Supreme Court by becoming its first black justice. Today's reading is an excerpt from the essay On Little Joys by Herman Hesse. Accustom yourself every morning to look for a moment at the sky, and suddenly you'll be aware of the air around you, the scent of morning freshness that is bestowed on you between sleep and labor you will find every day that the gable of every house has its own particular look, its own special lighting. Pay it some heed if you will have for the rest of the day a remnant of satisfaction and a touch of coexistence with nature. Gradually and without effort, the eye trains itself to transmit many small delights, to contemplate nature and the city streets, to appreciate the inexhaustible fun of daily life. From there, on to the fully trained artistic eye is the smaller half of the journey. The principal thing is the beginning, the opening of the eyes. And that is the story of writing for July 2nd. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow on the show, remembering the bloody end of the Battle of Gettysburg. What writing has changed you? Please let me know at storyofwriting.com.